What up? What is up? This is episode two. There's actually nothing in that coffee cup. But I didn't need to say that, because if you are only listening to this, and you weren't um, watching it, you wouldn't know that I just embarrassed myself by drinking out of a coffee cup that had nothing in it. But whatever. This is podcast two. News update. Uh... If you're, if you're following us on Instagram, you'll see we've been working on the rollers and the box jump section. So this podcast will probably be a little more specific to um, bikers because the jump line isn't uh, for anything else at the moment. But if you ever jumped it on your bike, you would know that it is terrible. Absolutely terrible. I try to warn everyone that looks like they might want to jump the box jumps. I'm like, yo, listen, dude, the rollers are deadly. I mean, like, they're bad. Like, you're going to go slow, and then you're, because I said they're bad, and then you're going to be like, oh my god, they're like, really bad. <laughs> so what happened with that is, uh, when you build a, a, a box on jump line like that, you're trying to mimic dirt jumps, and if you ever built dirt jumps, it's super time-consuming, and you're fighting the elements, but they're great if you get it right. And what will happen is, you, you build the jump, you build the landing, you try to jump it, you're like, oh, that's kind of weird, you know? So you take it on a shovel, you shave the lip down, make it a little mellower, maybe pat it down a little farther. Maybe you gotta throw a bunch of dirt in the landing, make it a little foot farther. Because ideal jumps don't require pedaling. You, you, you take one crank, you roll in, and then you just flow. So with, with when, when you build them out of wood, if you, uh, if you don't get it right, the problem is... Uh, you can't just shave it down. You have to take it all apart. It becomes like a two-day ordeal. You know, if you're paying people to do it, it's going to cost you, you know, money. And money isn't free. So, it's a pain in the dick. <laughs> Probably should wash my mouth. Whatever. So, if you've ridden the box jump line, you come off the old cranks box, you hit the cheater wall, and then you come at the rollers. And the idea behind the rollers was we wanted experienced riders that were going at a fast pace to um, be able to eat some speed and slow down before the hip. And we wanted uh, you know beginner riders to be able to cruise through them and gain some speed and get that pump tracky kind of feel. And uh, <laughs> well, it just didn't work. It's funny without the, before you layer them and they're just all wood slats. It, uh, just the two by fours. It, they look great. Ramps look great with that wood on them. Then you put the wood on them, and you see the transition, and you're like, "Oh man, we built those, and we're like, these are really, really tight. It's going to be a problem, but whatever, we'll do it. We'll rebuild them later." <sighs> so those rollers were deadly. I think we had one, a couple people crashed on them. One kid kind of got hurt, but it wasn't a real, it wasn't a real big deal. And people always say stuff, oh, when are you going to fix them? When are you going to fix them? It's like, it's not that easy, dude. It's really not that easy. And uh, so yesterday, <coughs> I was like, let's go for it. Grabbed the screw gun and just started ripping it apart. I've been thinking about it for a while. Believe me, I know what's wrong at the park. I know where the holes are. I know where the ramps are flexing. It's just, it never ends. Never ends. So much abuse on the ramps are constantly breaking. <coughs> so... I had gone to Joyride 150 in Toronto. I've uh, been to Rays a few times in Cleveland. 
went to the wheel mill last year. I did a bunch of you know what I would, what I would call market research, and in fact, we did uh, some videos called market research that were on our YouTube. Maybe I'll put a link in the description on those. I did that again this year. Uh, really, at Joyride paid attention. Look at really looked at the pump track and the spacing and, and tried to figure out like, well, why are these good and mine are like the worst thing in the world. So then I was like, all right, cool. Took some pictures, took some dimensions. I was like, all right. L then I looked at the space that we were working with, and I was like, well, okay, how can I kind of take what I learned and make this into a more effective roller that maybe I'm not going to die, or at least feel like I'm going to die when I roll through them. So that's what we did. We took out the, if you're heading from the cheater wall, the first set that kind of goes up and then up, we're going to take the channel out of the top of that so that should smooth that whole section out. Then you'd have, then we had a double roller and a single roller. We took out the single roller. We took the double roller. We uh, cut down the first roller uh, by, I don't know, maybe five or six inches. And the five or six inches in height uh, turns out that it would actually pull it back about eight inches in distance. Then we added six inches in the middle, in the, in the, in the valley between the two. So now it's like they were, you know... Say they were 22 inches or so. And now it's, you know, maybe, you know, 14 inches to 22 inches, and they're longer. It's, so it's like a step-up step roller. Um, and uh, we spaced it right in the middle rather than having the double roller. So now you come off the first rollers, there's a good amount of flat, and we push the roller far enough back that you can actually turn back into the big line, although you're not allowed to transfer, but if you were to, it's smooth there now and then after the rollers there's a nice good amount of flat bottom it's not too tight um hopefully uh i'll have it smoothed out later today um hopefully by wednesday which that would be i don't know the 20th or the 19th or whatever they should be good to go uh but then i'm going to dig in on that hip berm junction ultimately that hip berm junction is going to be just a gigantic big berm but that's going to be a major project and it's going to be a lot of work so what i'm going to do this week is probably just the berm shot on top of the hip we're going to kind of take that off and change the angle move it a little closer rotate it a little bit so that when you come off that cheat that little uh, curve wall you're not heading towards the the big line you're actually going to stay within the small line um yeah and yeah this is pretty specific to bikes and the big line so it is what it is there is a video on the on our youtube channel that breaks down the box jump line but it actually was the old box jump line when we had two lines a small line and a big line last year we reinvested like 15 grand into that line lumber is so expensive so expensive dude like people think i get mad when the windows break i kind of get mad when the windows break it's like when the windows break it costs me what like eight bucks for a piece of glass but <laughs> when uh you know a piece of plywood is broken that's like 30 bucks whenever you look inside one of those ramps you gotta imagine you gotta think every two by four is two bucks and change every sheet of plywood is like 20 or 30 bucks all the masonite is like 15 bucks a sheet and it adds up really quick so I'll use that to segue into, you know, why the box jump line is only bikes. Uh, 
and for the most part, it's because they're very bike specific. Like the scooter kids want to ride it. That one guy that came to the park, the scooter pro rider, that thought he was really cool. What do you ride for, Lucky or something? Ugh. I'm not ugh in uh, scooters or pro scooters or anything. I'm I'm ucking ugh-ing the uh, the type of uh, mentality that some people have where they think they're better than other people well i'm you know, i'm from so and so or i'm this or i'm that so i should get to break the rules and it's like no 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 one's above the rules it's my skate park i pay a lot of money for the insurance so even i wear a helmet because that's what the insurance says there's rules for a reason so anyway the box number line is for bikes because it's mostly made for bikes the scooter kids want to ride it and it's not like a, a they're not fun like I'm going to 720 this box jump, box jumps. They're fun, like, I'm just going to float and coast. They're kind of steep. you got to get up there, your nose in. It's like, whoop, smack the lip. Whoop, They're fun just to jump them. They're not like trick boxes. So that's one reason. Second reason is because they're not, they're not good. <laughs> not that they're not good. Uh, they're just not there yet. I fully believe, uh, you know, in maybe two years... Every year, reinvesting more time into the ramps, redoing this landing, redoing that lip. And, and once they're right, once they're all good and right and perfect, and we figure out how to make that bridge more useful, then I'll invest the money to put all the masonite on it. And uh, then it'll be open for everyone. And it'll be fun and it'll be great. It's just, we're not there yet. I'm not going to... I wouldn't even know off the top of my head how many sheets of masonite I need to do that. It'd probably be like... <sighs> It'd probably be like 100 sheets of masonite. And then the man hours. So you're talking, it probably cost me a couple thousand bucks to put masonite on that. And for, for what? It's not going to be utilized that much for those riders. And then we're going to have to take it all off to rebuild it. And then you have to take up, then you're going to recut the masonite. So it's just not worth it yet. But one day we'll get there. I, I promise. I promise. One day you scooter kids can just freely cruise the box jumps. But we're not there yet. But we're working on it. Believe me. I know what's wrong. We're trying to fix it. I'm really hopeful that this roller uh, project is going to, you know, make the box up line a lot better, especially redoing the hip, the hip junction with the uh, berm shot on top. You know, with the roller smoothed out and the hip better, you'll be able to get to the last two box jumps with a little more speed, a little more control, and then you'll be able to utilize those boxes a little bit better. Like right now, it's hard to tell whether the last two box jumps are really that effective because it's just hard to get to them well. So, step by step, we're going to get there. Uh, that's my 10 minutes. I'm done there. Um, so, anyway, yeah, you know the deal. Uh, it's slash podcast, iTunes, Google Play, YouTube, uh, and all those platforms, you know, you, and YouTube and uh, iTunes, you know, make sure you hit subscribe. Give us a five-star review there. It helps get, bump us up on the algorithms. You know, on YouTube, feel free to shoot me a comment. I'll pretty much reply to any comment if anything you want to hear, hear talked about in the podcast. Uh, you know, my original mindset was do one a week. Uh, but if you guys keep asking me questions about stuff, I'd love to Honestly, my whole life is nothing but skate parks. It's nothing but I basically live there. This week with the kids on break, I'll be there for like 90 hours or something. So feel free to shoot me a message um, or a comment, whatever. You know what I'm saying. Walk the walk. 
talk to talk, shred the gnar. I'm out.